Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. And we are back with Beach and Company up Sandy Beach. And uh, let's see, we got uh, a little housekeeping to do. Uh, we now have a regular Sandy Beach page. It's uh, it's a Facebook page. Uh, we have the Station Sandy Beach Facebook. That's the one we've been using all these years. But now we have a new one. It's called the New Sandy Beach Facebook. Strangely enough, we're very creative. And on there, we'll we'll continue with that after I go off the air Thursday at noon. Uh, if you want a little chat here and there, uh, we'll see what we can do. Uh, and we might have some meetings where I just mentioned where we're going to have lunch or dinner and sit around and chat and, you know, have a good time. Why not? Uh, I won't be encumbered by uh, anything that I can't do or have to do or anything like that. We'll just have a good time. Fun. Uh, it'll be a fun, fun thing. Uh, also, uh, w- with that uh, page, uh, we have uh, our newest kitty. We don't have her yet. Uh, but she's a, a little Bengal baby, and she is Anya, Anya the Bengal. So she'll join Lucy and Ethel, and that'll be nice. Uh, so check that out. Meanwhile, a Beamer will be doing the, uh, uh, let's see, the afternoon show. Uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Bowerly is on vacation. And Beamer will sit in. So that's nice. You're looking forward to that, Joe? Yeah, you know, we had a lot of fun uh, Friday, mostly talking about the Blue Jays situation in Buffalo. I was called Mr. Negative, but uh, that's fine. Uh, so it was fun Friday. We'll have a fun week this week, 3 to 7. I hope you'll find some time to join me. And uh, don't forget the show starting next week. Uh, I think it's right on Monday. We'll, uh, uh, we'll be the Medal of Honor winner. You know, it's a great honor for me to be succeeded by a Medal of Honor winner. This is not chopped liver. It'll be very nice. And David, you know, David's story is told in his book, and it's it's a brutal book, but it is well worth reading. Uh, and that's one side of David. But David has another side, a musical side. And guys, uh, I could see a little singing and dancing in your future starting Monday. In fact, uh, Joe and I are both going to go out and get top hats. I we figure we want to look the part, you know. I can see you looking at those old Fred Astaire and Gene Kelly movies. Right. I can see you uh, swirling across the dance floor and having a really good time. So this will be fun for you. It'll be a different kind of a show. I didn't do a show like that because I can barely walk, let alone dance. Uh, but uh, uh, Bellavia is still in great shape. And find out from David uh, sometime during conversation, there is a racehorse 
whose name is spelled the same as his. But when the, when the race actually goes with the horse, they call him Balavia. Now, I don't know if the track announcer doesn't know how to pronounce the name. If that really was named after him, I don't know. Uh, but it's, it's, it seems uh, it's spelled the same as he spells his name. I'd be interested to know that. Yeah, that'd be uh, neat. Yeah. Want to hear something was, crazy, Sandy? It was that way, by the way, before he got the medal. Yeah. What? You know, we have to pay uh, in Niagara Falls. We have to pay this extra tax now, uh, what they call a, a refuse or reuse tax, whatever, with our garbage. Now, just because we paid online, they tack on an extra $1.81 fee because you're doing it online. It should be less if it's online. Yeah, you would think. That's less work. Less personnel if it's online. What's the matter with them? That city can't do anything right. They really can't, Tony, especially when it comes to water. It's just a matter of, uh, you know, you, every day you go home and there's something going on with the water. Well, they still haven't fixed the water mains on our street. That broke, what, two or three years ago now? Okay, well, I'd get after them. Starting Monday, that could be a good Monday show, yes. David. <laughs> you know, fix the water or I'll kill you. I'll kill you. Like, I'll kill you. Would be really good. Let's go to line two. Kevin in Wheatfield. Kevin, you're on WBEN. Hi, Sandy. Uh, to borrow your phrase, if I'm lying, I'm dying. I got to let you know that I always appreciated your euphemisms. And I loved coffee long before I even appreciated the feeling. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. And you came to speak with my class at Starpoint when I was a, was a student there. So I really enjoyed that, too. Well, thank you very much. Appreciate it. Um, as far as New York City, I don't think I would go unless I had a chartered private plane and a limo and it was safe to get takeout and drive around. Yeah, I'd make that, uh, you know, maybe an armored carrier or something. <laughs> something that bullets would bounce off of. I think the only way that I would do homeschool is if if I was able to get, I would compromise for half of a refund. I would go. I would still. I think it's still important to contribute to your district and, and be a part of it. And um, I mean, my kids never would have been able to been had hear your personality if if they weren't there. So I think the if if I was able to do half, I would probably go back to the model of like of of the one room schoolhouse and just try to do it um, an outside neighborhood kind of school charter. Well, I hear you. When I had Don on, my friend from Pennsylvania, we we met in third grade, and we were friends all throughout our lives. He mentioned that we had a school that had one floor and the bottom, one floor on the top, and each of those floors had two grades. So there were four grades all in one building, two grades in one in one room, and we all got through it. We all got our diplomas, and none of us are walking into lampposts, so... I guess it worked out. Hey, thanks for the call. We really appreciate it. Thank you, Kevin. Uh, let's see. Let's take a break because the timing is really good on the break. On News Radio 930, this is WBEN. Let us go to the telephone. Oh, line one. Terry from the great state, the Lone Star State of Texas. Terry, you're on WBEN. Good morning, Sandy. Hello there, Terry. Uh, so, um, as far as going to New York City goes, I would have to, I mean, I'd have to have some business there. Like, I wouldn't uh, allow the what's going on there to basically, like, scare me into, you know, doing something that, 
you know, it would benefit my family one way or the other. But as far as visiting goes, I think that city's done. I don't, I don't understand why you'd even. It's a hellhole. It's really well. Yeah, put a fork in it. It seems like De Blasio is the last guy in the world you'd want in the mayor's office. He doesn't seem to care. No, I mean it's well. New York is kind of going to hell in, in a handbasket, so to speak. I was going to offer to buy you lunch or something like that, but I'd have to quarantine for fourteen days. As soon as <laughs> so, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know where that that goes, but I mean, uh, it, it, it's really sad, kind of, to see exactly where we're going right now, and um, you know, I just. I, I don't want no parts of it. I'll, I'll just stay in my little zone, and, and I'll be here. And then um, your other question was, I'm sorry. Well, how about the school tax? If you uh, had a chance and homeschooled your child, if you get the school tax refunded to you, which is the biggest part of your tax bill, would you do it? I'd pay, I'd pay them just to keep them off my kids so that I, I – I'm not a teacher. I wouldn't want to take away anything from what teachers do, but we can all agree that I think that there's a lot of manipulation going on in the school system these days, and it's been infiltrated by, you know, these communists and Marxists and, and, and people that are just, you know, they have ill intent for what they're trying to teach our children. Uh, I would rather, you know, I mean, if it was a perfect world, I don't know what I could teach my children other than, like, street smarts, um, but... If they don't send them back to school, I was talking about this with my wife last night. If they don't send them back to school, then that's fine. We'll figure out another way. We'll hire a tutor. We'll pay. Do whatever we got to do. I mean, to 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 make that right. But in all in all fairness and in all honesty, come November, I don't see this country being anywhere near even close to what it is right now. It, it it's going down quick. And I heard an interesting story the other day. Uh, I don't want to ramble on too long, but. Um, talking about Rome and the people of Rome, basically, they became like simpletons. They became, you know, too comfortable. Uh, when I used to roll out of the gate in Iraq uh, to go on patrol, there was a big sign, and the sign said, Complacency Kills. And that was the moral of the story. And it just reminded you don't be like settled on whatever it is that you're doing, pay attention. And, uh, this country is complacent, and it's it's going down fast. And um, you know, I'm I'm sad to see you going, and I'm sad to see the country going. And you know, it's tough, and we're all in the fight right now. I promise you that we're all in the fight. And well, I hope uh, I hope we uh, carry Texas in the November elections. I think it's critical. And always good to talk to you. We'll probably get a shot to talk to you before Thursday. But if I don't, you've been a great caller, somebody we look forward to, Terry from Texas, and call us anytime. Yes, sir. Thank you. It's been my Okay. All right. Uh, good enough. Goodbye. Uh, I'm going to miss talking to Terry from Texas. Uh, there's a lot of callers that you, uh, you just like to talk to. Uh, Jer uh, Joseph Beamer. Joseph Beamer, we yes. have plenty yes. of Facebooks. Give me a couple. We sure do, and we'll start with New York City, because that is now the most popular one on Facebook. Let's go with our top fan, Al, who says, It's so sad to see a city that used to be the definition of America turn into a city led by a complete moron who wants to cut police 
more and more every day. There is no leadership in New York City. And believe me, I will never go to New York City again. I have too much pride for my own life. Oh, wow. That's, see, that's strong. And I, and I think that uh, that is probably representative of a lot of people. Uh, you were going to New York for special reasons. Maybe you're going to see a play. A lot of people did that. Or some special exhibit at the museum. Or maybe a ball game. Uh, watch one of the New York teams play. Uh, I think a lot of people are going to stay away from that. They really are. Who wants, just, who wants to walk around from point A to point B? It looks like, uh, it looks like a war zone. If, you, if you've not seen pictures of it. And some of the best, uh, best stores in the world ha- are not only boarded up, but they have razor wire. I don't think anybody's going to brave the razor wire to get into a store that's not open anyway. It's not going to happen. Uh, but here again, they put de Blasio in that position. De Blasio's not the only one. It happens that he oversees the biggest city we have. Look at the moron mayors of Seattle or Minneapolis, or Portland, how can they look out their window, see total devastation, and say, no, we don't need any help, we're fine. It's, it's like they've played their hand. This is their hand. We, we talked many times over the years of what would happen if, well, how come if this happened? Well, it's happening now. We are under attack this is as bad as a foreign country attacking us. It's probably worse because they're already here. So uh, most of the people say they wouldn't go back. I don't blame them. And I think New York is going to be shocked when they find out the rest of the world. If we don't want to go back there, and we live in the state, what about the people in Iowa who used to every once in a while come in and visit? I think that's gone. I really do. Another one, Beam. Uh, this one uh, also speaks uh, words about how New York City's changed in the last two decades. Mark says, New York City has become a cesspool under de Blasio. I remember during, during my years of driving tractor trailers and going to New York City regularly. During those years, I got to see all the progress Giuliani had rebuilding that city out of the gutter. It was actually a joy to go there. De Blasio has completely reversed everything Giuliani built and worse. I would not step foot in that dump now, especially with all the lawlessness going on. Yeah, and that's it. I mean, uh, now Giuliani said on television about a week ago, uh, put, give me that job, give me the police director or whatever, and a couple of other guys that I'd want, and I can have that cleaned up in 30 days. That was the challenge he made. I wish, I wish de Blasio who probably hates him, uh, would take him up on that offer. Uh, let's see if he can do it. He did it once. See if he can do it again. Because it's a, it's a shame. I've never been a New York fan. I, I told you about the jobs that I had offered, and I said no. One, to give you an idea, one of them uh, was a WCBS-FM. And uh, I had the interview with the program director. And uh, I ended up saying no, thankfully. It was a nice job, good, good money, but I didn't want to do it. So I said no. About two months later, the same guy that interviewed me, uh, Gus, uh, Gus is, uh, I can't think of his last name now, was found shot to death, death in his car. And I, I mean, those things will awaken you in a hurry uh, because I was just there and I was just talking to him. 
and we went out to lunch together and shot to death in his car. Nobody nobody ever found out the reason why either. 803-0930-1-800-616-9236-930. One more buzz should take us to, um, to news. Well, I thought you'd like this one. Alex says, I see what you're doing. Only mention New York City and the lawlessness and don't focus on the red states and their COVID-19. What about Houston, Pittsburgh, Miami, all these cities that are killing their own? Oh, you mean with uh, inflated and fake numbers? Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad he's uh, – you read it in an angry fashion. <laughs> there, were, there were exclamation points, Sandy. I was just trying to uh... – there's always, there's always something else you can point to as an example. It's very seldom the only thing wrong. So you can, you can point your finger at 20 things. I like to concentrate on something that's uh, near to us but- in our own state that would affect us if there's any tax money used for rebuilding and things like that. Isn't it funny how those on the left, they don't want to focus on California, and they don't want to focus on the real problem New York was. They want to talk about Florida and the surge in Florida. Do you realize Florida deaths have gone down every day over the last two weeks, and the deaths in Florida are still one-eighth of the deaths in New York York State. So maybe the governor can stop patting himself on the back because New York was still the hardest-hit state from COVID-19. You talk about self-aggrandizement. When they introduce the governor, I expect him to come out with a top hat and cane. I mean, and now, and that, he, he's on missionary things. He's going down to what, uh, Georgia, teach them how to do it. Are right. you kidding me? It's unbelievable. It really is. It's the height of hypocrisy. Uh, he doesn't have a handle what's going on in this in this state, but he's suddenly the all he's the all-knowing guru. Who can come into your hand, into your uh, town with a band, and get you all straightened out? Uh, that's t- today's political climate. All right, uh, let's see. One more, I think we'll need. All right, let's end on, a, a, on another one. It's from the New York City one as well. Brian, who is a top fan, he says, "I do have family in New York, so I would have to make my way down there. But I hope when this pandemic's over." Maybe my family will just visit me because the pandemic may end, but as long as people like de Blasio are in power in New York City, I don't see the lawlessness getting any better. Just remember this. Lauren Fix, who has an apartment in New York for when she's there on business, called uh, the, um, I would guess, the superintendent of the building where her apartment is, and he said, don't come. Stay there. And I assume that none of those places are cheap and you can't even use them. We're back with more on News Radio 930 WBEN. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 
Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is kind. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. choices sometimes I, I was having a gnocchi today for lunch which is a great choice and it's it's flavor what what flavor is it Brian? sweet potato gnocchi Ooh, that sounds same, good same place as the um, as, as it, pepperoni balls down in erie and so we're having it now the last gnocchi i had from them was excellent and it was a, a real uh, al dente cooked al dente you can't cook gnocchi too much or it gets mushy okay but then i heard about somebody from western new york who likes a different flavor of gnocchi that would make me very nervous what flavor was that tony oh i hate to say it but cauliflower cauliflower yeah. gnocchi mm-hmm. th- that person ought to be arrested it's the, a sin the food police should remove her utensils that's just the way it is you're your wife, an alleged Italian girl. Yes, and she says, Tony, would you like to try it? Uh, no. As so you're the guinea pig, too. Yeah, and <laughs> Nick runs away. <laughs> yeah, I thought you had kids that tried anything. <laughs> Samantha might. Nick, no way. Cauliflower. Yeah, cauliflower. And then there's uh, you have to try cauliflower pizza. No, I don't. <laughs> no, I don't have to try it, and I'm not going to try it. That's all. I only got two shows left. I don't want to die before I got one left. Three. Let's not cut it short. On that, I'm going to have my sweet potato gnocchi today. Seriously, that does sound good. Maybe a couple of pepperoni balls with it. Anytime. I like the pepperoni balls, especially with any pasta that we have. And the last pasta was really good. And a big salad. The the salads are getting so big. She's trying to get me on on a salad kick. I need a ladder to get into it. And then I jump in like I'm in uh, a foreign country in the jungle. There's there's shrubs all around me. I have to eat my way out. You got to try my, my mother-in-law's salad. I tell her all the time. I said, Ma, if you were to open up a food truck just serving your salads, you would make a fortune. The best salads I have ever had. A salad truck. Yeah, salads. Remind I'm me, telling you, they're great. Remind, remind me not to invest in that, would you please? <laughs> I think I, it would be a hit. Well, okay, I, it would be very popular among four people, Tony. <laughs> the problem I, with salad is, like, I love all of the fatty dressings. Right. Like, when I get a salad, I want honey mustard, blue cheese, ranch. I, You know, even though I go with the – I mean, I use mustard as a, a dressing because there's no calories in it. But, like, if I got to pick, I'd have honey mustard like I was a kid. Like at Friendly's when they would serve the crispy chicken salad with warm honey mustard. Mm. I wish I could have that every day with the crispy cracker bowl that you can eat when you're done oh. with the salad. I do like uh, where the salad bowls are edible. Yes. yes. I do like that. You get a little bit Until, of dressing left on it. Except mm. one, one time I accidentally ate a plastic one. <laughs> uh, but uh, but usually, they're, usually they're very good. When Friendly's uh, took have, that off I, their I, menu, that was have, when things started going south. 
I have one kind of salad dressing only. I use uh, Diet Thousand Island. Really? Or, or Russian. It's the same thing. But. Oh, you got to try raspberry vinaigrette. Oh, that sounds good. Uh, Bernie takes that sometimes, raspberry vinaigrette. So good, she, so good. She's shaking her head yes. Uh, and uh, I just taught her to do that. Now she's going to stomp her foot down like trigger. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> then I'm going to saddle up at noon. Uh, that'll be fun. <laughs> Take her in the round pen. <laughs> the round pen is where they train horses, by the way. Just for those of you who don't know. Oh, hey, by the way, my uh, my favorite jockeys, Irad Ortiz and, and uh, uh, Joe Ortiz. Joe had four winners yesterday, and the other the other day, Irad had five, and there was one race left, and he was on the second favorite. And it got scratched in the gate, and they and so he didn't have a, he didn't have a mount. So otherwise, he had a chance at six in one day, which is phenomenal riding, just phenomenal riding. These guys are unbelievably good jockeys. It's such a dangerous sport. I'm always worried about them, but I love to watch it. Okay, let me see. How about let's go to line five in Cheektowaga. It would be Marty. Marty, you're on WBen. Sandy, I can't believe I get this opportunity to talk to you. I've listened to you since you've been on this morning show. I used to listen. I, I, I particularly listened to you and Dave May back in the day. Oh, yeah. Dave May was uh, on the talk show with me at 9 o'clock on BEN. Sure. Yeah. That I produced for a little while. Yeah. And uh, before that, I was on uh, 104. Yeah. I was also on 105. I have a... 1520, of course, the big one, and uh, GR as well. All right. Back in the 70s, when I was 12 years old, I used to, like all my friends, have a, a cassette recorder slash radio, and we would record the songs that we wanted to keep because we didn't have money to buy the records. Sure. So... Uh, the one time, well, at this point, Bachman Turner Overdrive, Taking Care of Business, your theme song, had already been released for like a year and a half, and it wasn't on the radio anymore. So I got the gumption to call WKBW in the evening and ask the DJ, can you play Taking Care of Business so that I could record it? And... I don't know if it was you, but he replied in your fashion, yeah, sure, I'll play it next. And I was yeah, I got it. And uh, I sat there for two hours, and it was never played. I was oh, I, see, I wouldn't do a mean thing like that. Now, I was on uh, 7 to Midnight from 68 to 74, so that would fit it. And it would fit it that I might make a smart-ass remark, but I wouldn't tell you I was going to play it and not play it. That would be mean. Together, and I always wondered if you use it as your theme to pay back that kid that uh, was disappointed. <laughs> I, I just, I just wondered. I, I well, I get, I get a lot of things from from that time frame where people were kids and they were listening to KB underneath the covers because their parents wanted them to go to sleep. As a matter of fact, Bernadette, the woman I'm going to marry in a very short time, was one of those kids who used to call in and try and win prizes. Well, she won the giant prize, me. So we, we didn't give me away, but uh, uh, those were great days. KB was just kicking everybody's ass. Yeah, they were. 
Sandy, I have been listening to you forever. I just thank you. I'm just glad to have this chance to talk to you at once. And I follow Terry from Texas. I love, I love listening to that guy. He should have a podcast. You know? Yeah, Terry from Texas is very good, and and he uh, has an opinion on almost every subject. So he'd be he'd be good as a podcaster right? if he's still listening. I hope he would consider that. Well, I wish you well. Thank you, my friend. Thank you very much. Okay, we'll take a break and return on News Radio 930 WBN. Get a pencil or a pen. Get anything that writes, okay, and get a piece of paper because I'm going to tell you in uh, a very short order on uh, where to get the Italian pepperoni balls, okay? Are you ready? They're, uh, they're in Erie, Pennsylvania. Cheese and pepperoni balls, deep-fried dough containing pepperoni. Stanginelli's, S-T-A-N-G-A-N-E-L-L-I, apostrophe S, Italian foods. They're at 602 East 25th Street in Erie. 16503. The telephone number is 1 814 456 0965. Fully cooked, you just heat and serve. Instructions thaw, warm on a baking sheet in a 400 degree oven for three to six minutes. That's it. So, Stan Ganelli's Italian Foods, there it is on 602 East 25th Street. Now, they have a, a factory, which is not far from there. Your GPS will take you there first. Uh, but then their, their retail location is just a very small pizzeria, but they, they do a lot of business there. And that's, uh, that's where they have them. And uh, we, when we were there, we bought the uh, pepperoni balls, but we also got some gnocchi, uh, some flavored gnocchi, some regular gnocchi. Here, dear. There we go. Check it out. Uh, does that take care of it, Tony, for you? Yes. Uh, Susan Bavisoto, who makes us Gucci cookies, uh, asked the question because she and my cousin Neil are going to be headed down there. That's good. Now, you, of course, you get 10% of whatever they bring back as far as uh, in Yawkeys, if they bring back 50, you get 10% of that. Okay? I think that's a good deal. I it's a like good deal that. For you. Yeah, it's a really good deal for you. Law says that if you hear it on the radio, you got to give the host something. Well, it doesn't say that. It doesn't but say, but it, it should. It should say that. It What's should. wrong with these laws? Okay, let us go to uh, line two. Ella from West Seneca. Ella, you're on WBEN. Good morning, Sandy. It's good to hear your voice. It's good to hear you too, Ella. There's only eight minutes left on the show, but. I knew you'd be calling one of these times. I, uh, to the question number one, no way would I go to New York City. Yeah, I think you and a lot of other people. And in my lifetime, there were several times, Sandy, when they talked about separating New York City from the rest of New York State, but it never happened. Yeah, I wish they'd do it now. Yeah, and as to the second question, homeschooling, I think the reason people would like to homeschool is to protect the moral values. And what I would like to see happen, some system whereby the money you pay to send your kid to the school would go to the school you want instead of having to pay twice sometimes. Well, that's a, that's a good idea, and that's very logical. But I wouldn't wait for that to happen either. 
once they have once they have their claws into you for taxation, whether it's the town tax or the um, school tax, you're never going to see that money again. No, but it's it's the moral value that would want you to homeschool. I bet you were a good student, Ella. Did, were you good in school? I was. In fact, I'll have to tell you this. Um, for reasons I can't say over the phone, I dropped out in my junior year. I went to work, and then I went to Hutchinson Night School after work five days a week to finish my education. Wow, good for you, good for you. Only that I changed courses, and I had a wonderful teacher, Miss James. She took me under her wing, and she managed for me to take four subjects at half time. And the biggest surprise was when I took chemistry. I liked it. I had Mr. Snow, and I did it at halftime, Sandy. And uh, when he gave me my grade, I still see him saying, I don't know how you did it. Well, chemistry was my worst subject. You can ask Don if he, uh, next time he calls, I, I never did well with it. Uh, all I could make was that the smell of rotten eggs. You combine two things, and it smells like a rotten eggs. That's all I could do. I couldn't do anything else. I never, I, I never tried to get into it. I was all math all the time, but yeah. chemistry was my toughest subject. And I got an eighty in it at halftime. How about you? But math was bad. Oh, math is good. Not for me. I everything is in numbers, Ella. I know. I took it three times, and would you believe I got the same teacher every time? <laughs> I had a mental block. Now I'm doing it all the time. Did you, uh, did you have the same grade all, with all three? Um, they were pretty good. They were pretty good. I, I, I picture you as a student. Well, I, bet you, I bet you were a nice girl, too. I bet you passed out paper uh, and cleaned the chalkboard and things like that. I was very shy, Sandy. And I must tell you this funny story. People are going to laugh. When I met my husband and married him, um, he always told his friends, I got her out of her shyness, and now she won't shut her mouth. Why, people say that about Bernie, <laughs> me and Bernie. So we're like you and your husband. How about that? Right. <laughs> See, now I can blame that joke on you, Ella, because Bernie likes you. She's not that crazy about me, uh, but uh, she likes you, so we'll use that. I, uh, I, hope you'll, I hope you'll call again before the end of the show on Thursday. I will if I can get through, but sometimes I tried to call you the other day. but Didn't I give you the private number? No. I didn't. Okay. Have Buzzy give you the hotline number, okay? okay? You want me to hang Yeah, do it. Uh, you, yeah, do not hang up. Uh, when you, when I say goodbye to you, they'll disconnect that. But don't hang up, and uh, he'll give you because I definitely want to talk to you again before the end of the show. Okay? Okay. Okay, baby. Talk to you within the next couple of days. Thank you. That is uh, one of our favorite people in the whole world. That is Ella. And let's see, what else do we have? We have the questions of... Under, under what circumstances would you go to see New York City? All the things you want to see are are gone. 
essentially, maybe not everything, but uh, if you if you want to see a Broadway play, forget it. There's none none scheduled till at least January. Okay, want to go to a restaurant? Good luck. Most of them are closed. Uh, and uh, the the things you like about New York, the beauty of New York, all gone because of vandalism and uh, destruction, things like that. Uh, nothing pretty about New York anymore. The second, uh, if you could school, uh, could homeschool your child, if you got uh, the money back from taxes, would you do it? I guess it would depend on your circumstances. If you had a job and you could do the schooling around the job, that would be one thing. If you had to leave your job to do it, it might not be worth it. It depends on your uh, on your tax bill, what municipality you're in, how much they charge. Because remember, when you uh, get your taxes, in some instances you'll get two separate taxes, and that would be the town tax. That's for plowing and on police and all that. And, this, and the second part of that is the school tax. Uh, you'll get them at different times of the year. School tax is strictly for the school, of course. Uh, so that's the way it is, and I don't think um, mo- most people would be in a position to do it, but I thought it would be a great, I th- a great idea and a good thing to do. That about wraps it up. Tony and Buzzy, that's, uh, that was number four. It's gone. we got three left. Are you guys ready for uh, number three tomorrow? Um, no. Be. <laughs> I'm not ready for this week at all. Yeah, well, we'll have fun. We'll, we will, we'll and fun, we have yeah. been, we have been having fun, and uh, come to think of it, we've had fun for 23 years. We've had fun for a long time. A I've been having time. fun for three of them. If people only knew about the things that we talked about during the breaks. There's a lot of laughter in our group, especially during payday. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll see you tomorrow at 9 on News Radio 930 WBN. The Sandy Beach WBEN studio rings out in support of those who rang the Roswell Park Comprehensive Cancer Center victory bell today in celebration of a victory, large or small. Elvis has left the building. Oh, I wish we never had to leave the beach. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. What the hell do you know, you ignorant bastard? Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.